What is up, guys? Welcome to number two of the NFL post-draft improvements talk. Uh, we are finally happy to be back on the NFL subject. And as the uh, preseason starts up, we're going to be going over the teams. Basically how we did before they drafted on like what they need to fix, how well they fixed it, and uh, what we think that their record is going to be this season. So, Chris, go ahead and start us out with our first team here. So, our first team, we're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Um, they really didn't need much improvement, honestly, because they've shown themselves twice now, three times now, that they are playoff contenders. So, honestly, their improvement situation isn't really needed. It's just about, like, they need to start winning in the playoffs so they can start going to Super Bowls. Um, so honestly on their notes, I mean, they got some good news about DeMar Hamlin. He has been cleared to come back and play football. So that's a great thing. Um, one thing that I was like, you know, at first trying to figure out is that they dropped Devin Singletary, but then they went and picked up Damian Harris. So I was like, I don't know why they did that. Cause both of them don't work out as well. I mean, Singletary is not a good running back and Damian Harris was not a good running back so either way you just basically replace Singletary with Singletary <laughs> I mean yeah um, that was a pretty lateral move I would say but at the end of the day it might not have been a lateral money move I'm not too sure as far as that aspect goes so they might have saved money on Damian Harris as to what they would have ended up paying Singletary so that might have been why they did that I mean, yeah. I mean, they could have even went cheaper, maybe, because Damian Harris is injury-prone. Dude has been injured so many times playing with the Patriots. Yeah, definitely can't agree with that. But since we're still on the subject about the running backs, another thing about the Bills is that they need to figure out who is going to be their running back one. Is it going to be James Cook? Is it going to be Damian Harris? Is it going to be Naeem Hines? I mean, I get it. You got all training camp to figure this out, but, like... You know, if you're going to get rid of your running back one that you had, who do you have stepping up for that lead role? Though? I mean, really, though, did they have necessarily a running back one? I mean, yeah, to an extent, they did have a lead back runner last season. But at the same time, they ran with three, four different running backs the entire season. We've seen two, three running backs in each game with the Bills. James Cook being third on the depth chart most of the year still received a cool five, six touches a game. Now that was before they moved Zach Moss. Once they moved Zach Moss and got Hines, James Cook went up to two. Right, but I'm saying even when he was sitting at third spot in the depth chart, mm -hmm. he was still getting five, six touches a game they have a running back committee so it's not really I, I don't think that's too much of a focus well, for them to here's figure the thing, out though, who's their is, main guy because they got is Hines going to be their special guys. teams guy still though that's the thing because that's what they got Hines for if you could tell last season Hines barely saw the ball he only saw the ball when it was kick returns and punt returns so I mean yeah are they going to keep Hines like that or are they going to I doubt actually it. use him on offense I mean I'm sure that with Singletary being gone they will start using him on offense I have a feeling that Cook's probably going to take over the lead back role but at the same time it probably would be a 50 30 20. so then why go waste and go get uh, Damian Harris for that for that 30 number. 30% of snaps, Damian here. 
20% of snaps. All right. And then let Hines take the rest of the, the special teams work, too. I think okay. that that's probably something close to what we'll end up seeing at the beginning of the season. But, I mean, I don't know, necessarily. We're going to have to get a fly trap. No kidding. <laughs> My eyes just started going towards the fly. I was, yeah, I was just following um, it for a second. But back to in the beginning when I was talking about this team, it's proven that they are a playoff contending team. Can this team win an AFC championship division title, though? They've I mean, lost to the Bengals. They've lost yeah. to Kansas City. But, like, they just, they even, they're the reason why the overtime rule has changed, and yet they're still not winning an AFC championship division. I mean, yeah, they they just can't, they can't pull through. It seems like we got another team that's kind of like the Cowboys or like the Vikings, only they make, a little, make it a little bit farther in the playoffs than both of those teams. But, uh, I mean, I think all it really takes is just a, a couple right moves that you really can't even tell that they need to make so, in order for them to finally surpass to where they, they get to that Super Bowl and they get a Super Bowl win, maybe not this year because, like, bingo season, but... <laughs> The Joey B's wearing headbands with his hair long, like yeah, hair he long, means business. He ain't cutting long. his hair until he wins a Super Bowl. No kid, <laughs> cuts it <at> week one. <laughs> Joey B, when it gets long enough, start rocking the braids. Um, so <laughs> throwing me off here. <laughs> So, honestly, yes, this team can become an AFC Championship division team, but their problem is, is that I think they're weak spots. They, granted, you got Gabe Davis, your wide receiver, too. But everybody knows your main target's going to be Stephon Diggs. So, of course, when it comes to crunch time, everybody's going to guard Diggs. They're not going to worry about Gabe Davis. Because, and then... Like we spoke about it just a minute ago, the running back situation. You know, like Singletary, when he became playoff mode Singletary, he actually ran the ball. Yeah. But during the regular season, you know, you can't, I feel like you can't have that. You can't have somebody that just like switches like that. You got to have a player that can run the ball all season long and then wants to even do better in the playoffs. Not okay, I'm going to play like garbage in the regular season, but then when it comes down to the playoffs, I'm going to actually play, and then, you know, it's like it don't even count. You're not really putting in the work that you should have been putting in during the regular season. That's true, but as players get older, you can only ask so much out of them. I mean, you put Singletary in there as as lead back and expect him to – to carry the team all season. He's going to pop off with some type of injury. It's going to happen, which is why they probably uh, wasn't trying to, you know. I mean, you've seen Josh Allen with the 4,000-yard passing season. I mean, that's another. they thing. obviously wasn't trying so, to, to get a, a ton of rushing yards. That's another thing. Josh Allen is like – 
he's putting himself at risk for this team because he keeps running with the ball. Granted, mm. he's a uh, you know built dude. You know he could take a few hits, but that one hit could honestly either ruin it for the team, could ruin you for the football NFL. I mean, sometimes you got to think smarter and, you know, yeah, you want to win, but you also, like, look at Lamar, look at RG3. Granted, you're not really a mobile quarterback, but when you are and somebody's going to hit you, like, you're bound to get injured eventually, dude. You got to start start making the right decisions. And, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, you got to just throw the ball out. I mean, so far, though, his decisions have led him to a 4,000-yard passing season and uh, an almost 1,000-yard, I believe, rushing season. I think he had, like, 800-something rushing yards throughout the right. whole season. So, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, but as you were talking about... How bad did it hurt him? I mean, we didn't well, see him pop up Well, as you were talking about getting up in age with these players. I mean, yeah, this, this is true. I mean, to an extent, but... It, it just depends on his elusiveness and how he decides to run because I don't think that Josh Allen's the kind of guy who runs full-fledged into somebody. He's a strategic runner, and he's one that will frame his runs to where he's going to make sure he slides in time, that if he does get hit, he's going to draw a flag too because it would be a late hit or he's running out of bounds with it, or he's he's watching his footwork as he's running, making sure he's not about to twist an ankle and stuff. You see that in his highlights as he's playing, so I just think as long as he continues to do it smartly, he'll be fine. You run into issues with RG3s and Lamar Jacksons because they, they think that if they can't, throw for a touchdown then they're going to be the one to run for a touchdown and they try to make it to the end like they, they'll do anything in their power and then they don't go down they get tackled in the <clears> knees <throat> and now they got some bottom leg injury that immobilizes them as a quarterback mm. and since they've been a mobile quarterback the entire time they played they are now track Masura, uh, terrible so why no, and I, get I just that. don't see that happening with Josh Allen. Okay? Well, you also didn't see that happening with Patrick Mahomes because he didn't have to run a lot, but he ended up getting an ankle injury because it was just that one hit. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a win. No, you're just saying that out of just, like, hate because... <laughs> no. Overall, yes. Not it, at all. Overall, it takes just one hit. So, honestly, if you take out Josh Allen, you really ain't got an AFC team or AFC playoff team. Because Josh Allen carries the workload, I feel I mean, this is true. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of hard to tell quarterbacks to stop rushing, especially if, if they're not rushing for over 1,000 yards. I would say it's just being mainly more productive with the ball in your hands in moments that it's not good to pass it or you don't see an open lane. Because the way quarterbacks are coming in the league nowadays, they're expecting them to be mobile quarterbacks. They're expecting them to go get yardage. Oh, so not without a gonna, doubt. He's gonna I have mean, to the quarterbacks up. that went this, just this past draft, they were all mobile. You know, Young, Stroud, Richardson, they're all mobile. Well, I don't know if Levis is a mobile quarterback. <laughs> so. I know, I had to throw him in there because you said all of them. 
Well, everybody forgot about him in the first round, so I might as well forget about him, too. <laughs> okay, okay, see? Uh, we're just, we're just forgetting about him. He's right now still fighting for a number one spot. Uh, I think I heard Malik Willis is on the on the line of being cut. but well, we'll Somebody heard that. that Levis was on the line of being cut. Oh, I don't know. We'll and say then somebody else heard that Ryan's on the line of being cut. So Well, they better not cut Tannehill out of the two rookie quarterbacks. Like, that doesn't make sense. We'll, we'll talk about them when we get to Tennessee. <laughs> um, one other factor is that uh, what the Bills had was Von Miller, their pass rusher. Um, I feel like if he would have stayed healthy and didn't get injured, because he got injured week 12 of last season and tore his ACL, I feel like that would have probably benefited a lot more because you have your pass rusher who, you know, has been really beneficial to the team for how old he is he's still putting in the work but I don't know what Von Miller is going to do this season for this team after tearing his ACL some people you know do good coming back but other people don't I mean yes that's fair but uh, we've been focusing a lot on the players that they've had already what about the pickups that they've made in the draft Honestly, I didn't pay attention to that because I don't think they needed anybody important. Well, I mean, they didn't, but they did still make some interesting choices. I mean, Dalton Kincaid was their first-round draft pick, which, if you ask me, was a little wild, a little weird. Didn't make total sense to me. Like, do they not like Dawson Knox or what? Because... Well, I mean, the other thing is, like, who who even was Dawson Knox's backup? Did they not like his backup? I mean, it's just not, you know, is it on Dawson Knox? I mean, yeah, but, like, that I don't know. It just kind of shocked me that they went first round with that. I mean, especially with Dalton Kincaid. He didn't play competitive football till senior year of high school. <laughs> I had found out. And he actually joined initially to improve his basketball techniques and skills, like conditioning, footwork, just extra cardio, stretches, stuff like that. You know, a lot of players will at least go to conditioning and stuff like that for other sports just to get in tune, ready for their season or stay ready. I guess I assume that's what he was doing, but like... And then after that, he just kind of took off from there, and he decided he was actually going to see where it could take him, and now look at the NFL. Hmm. Yeah, um, like I said, I didn't pay too much attention there. Look deep into their draft picks because, like I said, like that first-round pickup, they know they don't really need it anything, so they're just picking up people, it seems like, that they could probably benefit with. I mean, yeah, that... That's true. That's possible. I mean, because uh, another little fact: Bills have not selected a tight end in the first round since 1983. Um, maybe. I mean, they could have done this. See how the guy does, and if they really like him, they could be shopping Dawson Knox midseason. Well, not midseason, but up to trade deadline. Right. Right. I mean, uh, the dude said that he was excited to learn from Knox and that he was definitely uh, looking forward to working with him. So I think that Dalton Kincaid's looking to learn a thing or two from him. So hopefully they don't ship him off too soon. 
Okay. Uh, you got any more pickups on the bills that they made? I mean, yeah, they picked up in a second Osiris Torrance. Uh, he's a guard. And uh, his, his nickname, he's already got one, is Cybo. He's had it his entire life. Uh, basically, his mom created it okay. for him. She called him Cyborg after the Teen Titans. Okay. Because he was such a big kid, I guess. And so, I mean, and that, that stuck with him because he's 6'4", 330 <laughs> today. So, I mean, st- still a big, massive dude. But he didn't allow a sack in 1,427 pass block attempts in his entire college career. Really? Now, I guess that was a huge pickup for him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty massive thing, especially, you know, I mean, the entire college career is just something you don't hear of. You never let up yeah. a single sack on your quarterback. So, I mean, I think that we're going to see something real good out of this guy, and I think that he's going to maybe even help well, here's the with thing. that problem that you said that they was having with Josh Allen running something. Here's the thing, though. This guy has probably never went up against Michael Parsons. He's never run up against McDonald's. So, this guy could honestly, he could have a great college career. But don't mean that he's going to have the same NFL career. You're going to be watching this dude throw Aaron Donald to the ground. And if that happens, congratulations to him. Because, you know, Aaron Donald is a hard guy to stop. Depending on what side guard he is. And if he's not throwing him, he's going to be throwing Joey Bosa to the ground. He's going to be a stud. And I can guarantee it. Not actually, but like, I think he will be. I think he's going to be real good for him. And, 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 and. And you was talking about Bond Miller. Is he going to stay healthy this year? It might not matter. For the third round pickup, they picked up Dorian Williams from Tulane. He led the team in tackles in 2020 and 2022. In 2021, he was second on his team with 73 tackles. So, I mean, in a season, 73 tackles coming in second. I mean, you, 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 you basically deserve first. <laughs> He, 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 uh, so, I mean, that was another good pickup for him. Senior year of college, I assume, maybe high school. He won first-team All-American Athletic Conference honors and most outstanding defensive player honors. Another notable pickup for him that's going to solve a, hopefully, uh, dire need for him with that Von Miller situation that he was talking about. And for him to have Von Miller to learn from, even better. And if we really want to get into it a little bit more, because I totally spaced this while we were talking about their running back thing, they also got Latavius Murray, and they signed him to a one-year deal. I mean, that boy was a decent second star running back next to Alvin Kamara at the New Orleans Saints. So, he's more there for Gotta throw him in the mix, man. Gotta throw him in the mix. He's more there for just that. And for their defensive trenches line, guess who they signed? I don't know. 
Luna Ford from the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that would help out. I mean, even though, like I'm saying, like, these pickups, dude, they don't, like, it just, they're getting people just for debt, it seems like. I mean. And just to plug them in. I don't know. Because I it's think just this team is three, already. Their first three round picks, we are going to see this season a lot. Those are not just for depth. I can guarantee it. I think that all three of those boys are most likely going to be starting that field. Maybe not at the beginning of the season. Uh, I mean, I do think that we'll probably see Kincaid get in there pretty early. Uh, but starting out, I think that. Well, it depends the guard on what kind of linebacker. Depends on the offense they want to run. They can run a single tight end offense and switch Knox and Kincaid in and out, or they can run a two tight end option where they have Kincaid and Knox on the field. Well, yeah, people think that Kincaid might actually just be playing as a uh, almost slot receiver type deal. For um, people have been saying that. I don't necessarily. I mean, know how true that is. They got Shakir. But they did lose McKenzie. Right. So I could see why they're saying that. Um, would it help him? I'm not too sure. I mean, he is a really fast tight end. And he is uh, pretty sure he's decently tall. I'm not too sure. Excuse me. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think that he'll probably be a pretty good selection for him. I mean, the Bills produced pretty good tight ends anyways. Dawson Knox. I mean, he went there and immediately looked mm-hmm. great. So, like, this is what I'm just saying, though. When we get to these kind of teams, though, that did not really need to look hard for positions, it's going to be hard to really talk about them in the post-draft. Because, granted, yeah, they got, you know, their first three picks was, you know, tight end, guard, and a defensive player. I mean, it wasn't too hard to talk about because I plugged the guard into the Josh Allen issue. And I plugged the third one. No, granted, yeah, you did the, all that. Bob Miller. But the thing is, is like we like with what they already have though, with what they already have, it's already guaranteed for them to make it to another playoff run. Because that's what they've done at the same team past season. I mean, okay, yeah, from that aspect, I mean whether they're gonna make it to the playoffs or not, but we're also here to talk about whether they fixed. And that's the other thing. What is it, though, that the Bills needed to fix? Like, What is it that they need to fix for them to advance in the AFC playoffs? Josh Allen running. Got the guard. Defensive injuries. Got Puna Ford. Drafted that linebacker, dude. Don't forget his name. (laughs) But I know he played for Tulane. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's just, it's hard with this team though. That's what I'm saying. It's just yes, you can plug them in. I get it. But yes, you can also say that they're not gonna probably start, and they probably won't start. I bet. Uh, I'm saying probably. I'm not saying I'm guaranteeing they're starting or not, because they still do have a chance to start. All right. All right. All right. I think that all three of those boys are gonna be starting by the end of the season. But we can go ahead, and I guess, wait, no, I lied. I lied, because guess what? <laughs> One more thing, breaking news. They're going to be the first team to go up against 
Aaron Rodgers in a Jets jersey. How old do you think that's going to go? I think they're going to get ruined. I could see the Jets winning that game. Ooh, ooh. No, you don't think so? Why? Is it because he left? Are you, are you a, just upset because he left the Packers? Like, do we gotta get back into this conversation again? Brady's a jo- Brady's a Jordan <laughs> Love fan now. Okay, so I'm gonna take that jersey over there and like duct tape a ten around that too. <laughs> yes, yes. We gotta grab some more articles out of the trash for that conversation. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that they're probably going to get ruined. Um, they are also a part of a London game against the Jaguars coming up this season. So, those those are some new, new little things coming for the Bills this season. They also got a new stadium coming. Yeah. It's supposed to be ready July 2026. Good. There we go. I know I heard that there's like a, I don't know if you said it, somebody said it, but there's like a flag already like sitting in the middle of the starting spot. Hmm. No, I definitely was not the one that said that because you just told me like, <laughs> like right now. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking about new though, um, commanders are having a whole new operation. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. From, Dan Snyder selling from the, the top. <laughs> from the top. Trickling down. Fired everybody. Go. Dan Snyder is, or he did sell the Commanders. I believe there's like a mix of people, though. I'm not, uh, I'm not too sure on who everybody is that has bought this team. I don't know, but I want to see another name change. Yeah, Commanders was not like the, like I say, play this season since whoever. Who everybody was that bought this team, or a logo change might just do it right now. But that W just does nothing but like irk. The 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 dull the, the dullness of it is just so annoying to me. It makes so my, hold on, my, hold on. my brain explode. So you're telling me that just the W is irking your soul? Yes. The j- but like, the, hold on, hold on. Then we got the Browns helmets that has nothing on it. Oh, that irks my soul too. But I already hate the Browns because I love the Bengals. So like, I was just curious and wanted to like put that out there and make sure that you was aware. And, and the fact that their name is the Cleveland Browns and they wear orange helmets almost like how, how much? And their uh, mascots the and elves and like dogs when <laughs> they call themselves the dog pound like. What are we doing here, guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they irk me too. <laughs> but but no, I don't know. They need like something that represents commanders if they're gonna be the commanders, not just a W. Because that's just that is lame. <laughs> they're gonna put a C on their necks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gonna look just like the Colts, but just sideways. Um so commanders, they they're draft. I'm not too sure. Like they needed to fix everything, honestly. Uh, besides their wide receiver, wide receivers, though, you got Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, um, Sam Howell. Is that going to be their guy? I mean, they dropped Carson Wentz. Uh, Taylor Heineke went to free agency and got picked up by Atlanta. Yeah. 
I don't know what the commanders are going to do about the quarterback. Uh, it's a little scary. For like, what is Ron know. Rivera thinking? Like, is he going to go into this free agency, wait until after all the training camp, go into free agency, see what he could find? He's probably thinking that he's already fired after next season, so he shouldn't make too much. He's trying to save the cap space for whoever well, one move he did do was uh, that he is eyeing more touches for Antonio Gibson. So what does that mean for Brian Robinson? Did Brian Robinson step back through the offseason or what? I don't know. I did recently check the death chart and Robinson was still number one. So I don't know what this means or if they're just going to be a one-two punch or is Gibson going to be the wide receiver back? for every pass play and then Brian Robinson comes in for every run play I don't know so I mean for all you guys that are Brian Robinson owners on your fantasy leagues definitely keep a close eye out for that because you might want to start trading them you're going to see some breaking news on Brian Robinson in a few days breaking news Brian Robinson also in John Morant's live <laughs> that's that's why they did it. Wrong sport. <laughs> we ain't talking about the NBA. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is true. This is true. We ain't talking about people that want to act stupid with money. All right, we won't talk about John Morant, but we'll talk about Jartavius Martin. He was picked up in the second round. He's quarterback. Uh, I seen some of his tapes. He looked like he excelled really well in zone coverage. He's able to pick up kind of – it seemed like he was almost balancing a lot of the times in college between two like two different receivers when they're running across, and then when the ball's thrown, he's just trying to get to it as fast as possible, wherever it goes. He was almost all over the field in almost every single play I've seen of him. I think that that will be a really good pickup for him. They went with another cornerback in the first, whose name's Emmanuel Forbes. So they're really looking to obviously expand their defense. Yeah, they're they're looking to sharpen that up a lot. Yeah, because I mean their offense is, like I said, it's Sam Howell their guy. Maybe I don't know Rivera's plan. I hope not. But they got two good running backs, two good wide receivers. Honestly, three. Um, because I'm gonna throw Curtis Samuel in there. He he held up his part last season. He was pretty, pretty. But then soft. again, they had Carson Wentz as their quarterback, so I'm not gonna hold anything against Curtis Samuel <laughs> or any of those wide receivers. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Um, so yeah, I see why they're going more defense because, well, for one, they didn't pick up Chase Young's fifth year option. So he's going to become a free agent next year. Too expensive, dude. Well, it's not. Even, I don't even know why he's too expensive. He's been injured so many times. He wants too much. And there's your next Lamar Jackson. Let's get injured and then hope for a pay raise. Like that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know necessarily. Uh, what's going on with them and as far as what's going to happen after he dips up out of there since they didn't pick up his fifth. On the offensive side of the world, they, they decided to upgrade their line. 
And it seemed like whoever they plan on putting back there at QB, they want them to have really well protected. Because they got a center in the third and a guard in the fourth. And then another, I think it was another guard or maybe a tackle. I'm not sure. I think it might have been an offensive tackle in the fifth round. But for those next two, three rounds, they relied real heavily on the offensive line. So if they decide that Sam Howell's their guy, at least he's not going to be getting creamed every play. Depending on how these guys play. Well, I mean, yeah, but they seem to have pretty solid stats. I mean... Now going to Washington Commanders brings their overall down by like 10 automatically. <laughs> then the fact that Ron Rivera's the coach takes it down like another five. So like you got to do the Madden so, rating. Yeah, I'm about to say your guys' Madden but, rating is about to be low. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like after that, you got a chance to build it up. Yeah, if you go into Madden and like edit player. No kidding. Better play franchise mode and hope that they uh, get a lot of blocks. That's what Sam Howell's gonna do. He's gonna go turn his turn his offensive line all the way up tonight. And it's all about manifesting. Manifesting. You know, I feel bad for offensive linemen though, because they can't play as themselves on Madden. Yeah, I mean. Madden do better. Like everybody wants to play their position that they're playing in the NFL. Like, you give wide receivers the option, you get running backs the option, quarterbacks, and then even corners and linebackers. But not defensive linemen, not defensive ends. You can play as a defensive line. I don't think you can. I think it's just linebacker and cornerback. I mean, like, in the storyline mode, maybe not. But No, that's what I'm getting at. I was just saying, I mean, like, Literally the O ones, the only place that you can't play in a in a regular game. No. Well, supposedly this is their make or break game, so. We need 2K football back. Your heart. I feel like it would be two the way 2K does NBA. I feel like 2K would make NFL a good game as well. Granted, they might make it the same way as to, uh, NBA. Like, you'll have a park to go play at, pickup games, which would be kind of cool, honestly, have a few pickup games. That would be interesting to see how they would work that out. I would like that. So, um, what? where was we at with the Washington Commanders? <laughs> Talking about their offensive line. <laughs> Such an uninteresting topic and team. It, it's really, really easy to get distracted. That well, nobody likes the commanders because, for one, the name is just uh, for two, the team is just uh, <laughs> and then it's Washington all the way, the farthest, most northwest state you can go to in the U.S. We just want to put up a map right here for you. That would be <laughs> easy, be like they're right here. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, uh, this team is just, I, what Brady said, they're going to be poo-poo. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll be halfway decent poo-poo, though. I think that they... Can it be possible? Yes, but it also means, like, will Sam Howell be their guy? Yeah, I think Because that... you got to hit your targets. 
Ron Rivera is definitely going to mess up and make Sam Howell his guy. And they're going to have a losing season. I don't think it's going to be a terribly bad losing season, but they're going to be on the losing average. So. Yeah. All right, listen here, bud. <laughs> I don't see Green Bay going anywhere. But other than that, I mean, what else you got for this team? Or, I mean, Commanders, I honestly ain't got a whole lot on them. They're just a hoping team right now. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're still in the middle of a rebuild. Uh, So they're kind of just stuck right now in the process of, they got who they got, and they can help expand the abilities of the people who still have the capacity to expand and get better and learn. But then there's also ones that are, you know, and they're 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 there. They're at their ceiling. They can't do nothing with them. They're gonna they're gonna be the, they're gonna be the ones there for death. So, I mean, up until uh, they find some other ways to make some moves, maybe some trades, something like that, I don't see them having a very good season. I'm honestly surprised they did not shop Antonio Gibson, though. I was surprised about that. I would have shopped him heavy to Detroit. I would have shopped uh, Chase Young, too, after him just being hurt. But Rivera came out and said that we're not even shopping him this year. Yeah, I think they're going to wait for him to maybe see. And that's that's probably another reason why uh, I would say he's saying that Gibson's going to have an expanded role because he's gone after this year, which means he's, he, needs him to have a, he needs him to have a good season because he's going to want to be able to shop him for the most he can shop him for and get the most out of trading that guy that he can't. So, I mean, it does kind of make sense to an extent, but at the same time, like, like Gibson's probably going to go out there and look worse than he did last season. His, his, worths, his worths at all much. His hey, say it with me. Say it with me. Worths. Hey. Worths. I had to take speech when I was in second grade. <laughs> Worth. <laughs> I think that his worth is going to go down even further than what it did from last season after his terrible production that we see in 2023. But who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I'm just not really excited to see what the Washington Commanders do this season. Okay. Well, since we have talked about the Bills and the Commanders this time, let's go over what do you see this team's record being at? What do you see the Bills being at? Uh, for the Bills, I put them obviously at a winning season, hitting the playoffs, and missing the Super Bowl. Um, but I'd have to say for them, probably lose four games, win 13-ish, right around there for the Bills. Obviously. So I think the Bills... Like you said, I see them going to the playoffs. But they're on a come down. They're, I don't see them rising up. I see them falling. 
because they just keep losing in the playoffs. So they're going to keep falling. I see him going 11 and 6. Okay. Just because teams are starting to realize more about the Bills. Starting to realize, okay, Allen can run. Let's stop that. Um, Diggs is their main guy. But if it ain't Diggs, it's going to be Gabe Davis. Possibility. But still, this team is not on the rise up. I see this team coming down. And they're going to have to do something about it next season. I mean, I like the opinion. I think that six losses for him is a little high. I think that that you might be a little bit high on their losses. But that's okay. That's what opinions are for. We'll see who's right at the end of the season. (laughs) All right, where you got the commanders right sitting? Yeah, I don't know. 0-17, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Just come out and say 0-17. My brother Lions are better than you. <laughs> no, uh, in all honesty, I think they got four four dubs in them. That's about where I was saying. Four Say, or five. May, yeah, maybe five. They, they might surprise me and hit seven, but that's like, that's, next. No, that's way too I'm giving them it's like, at a best po- case scenario. No, that's at a pocket. Best case scenario. You cannot they even give the Washington wins. Commanders seven. No. No. They don't get seven wins. That ain't right. They just don't get it. No. <laughs> Even if they're winning that game, no, you don't get it. No, cancel the game, start over. <laughs> let's let's see, let's see, let's see. Falcons, eh. Cowboys, no, probably not. Cardinals, eh. <laughs> New York Giants, eh. Dolphins, no. Broncos, no. Eagles, no. Rams, no. Bills, no. Patriots, no. Jets, no. Eagles, no. You think against the Patriots they couldn't win that game? I mean, it's possible, but eh, probably not. Eagles, no. Seattle, no. San Francisco, no. no. Chicago, no. New York for a second time, probably not. Cowboys for a second time, probably not. (laughs) There's some of them that they could probably like. Instead of the no. And then, and then, and then, and then. And then we can just run through the bills real quick since I got it right up here. Jets. Mm. That's going to be an heavy one. I'm going Jets on that game. No, Jets. I go Jets. I like that. I do think that, the, I, yeah, I mean, I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to do good. I do. Uh, Raiders. Yeah, they'll probably win that one. Commanders. Yeah, they're going to win. Dolphins. Mm, maybe. That might be hard. <laughs> Jaguars. Mm, tough one. Giants, yeah. Patriots, yeah. Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. Bengals, no. <laughs> Broncos, yeah. Jets, mm, second time to lose to them, probably not. I say it depends on is it are both of them. one's at home and one's away. So I feel like the one at home they might win. Yeah, I think the the no the second one's at home. So yeah, that's the one that I think they probably win. But uh, Eagles, no. Kansas City, no. Cowboys, yeah, probably. Chargers, and eh, they always have problems with them for some reason. I don't understand that. But Patriots, mm, they're facing them twice. That's typically a win-lose situation. You normally don't beat teams twice, you know. I mean, I mean every once in a while you'll see it, but mm, and the Dolphins, yeah, another iffy one. 
So the Bills definitely got a harder schedule, but I mean, at the same time, they got a way better team, so I think that they take a lot more dust. Yeah, I totally agree with your uh, opinion about it. Sorry, sorry for this. Yeah. <laughs> Rub my eye into another dimension. <laughs> so I totally, yeah, I totally agree with your opinion on it. Um, so honestly, Commanders, yeah, not going to have a winning season. Bills have a higher chance of a winning season. Um, this season, though, like you said, it's a harder schedule. So it's up. It's honestly up in the air for the Bills. So honestly, I guess we will see what happens about midweek and see what they look like and if they're going to even make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think that as the season gets closer, we'll be able to give a little more uh, insight on how these teams are actually going to be able to do during the season, especially as we see how they start to perform during the preseason and the build-up to the actual start of the season. A couple weeks in, we'll definitely start to know how these teams are going to roll throughout the season. But, I mean, right now it's early, so we can't really – I mean, everything that we're calling is really just merely shots in the wind. Oh, no, for sure. You know, just trying to throw a, you know, a dart in the dark and try to hit a bullseye. So, Because um, that's easy. This, <laughs> so, this is just early predictions. But, as you guys always know, as we're about to close this uh, episode out, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We have two TikTok pages going, one with Justin and one with mine. Uh, mine will be Bone with the Boys. I believe yours is one third of Bone with the Boys. Masters. Okay, he switched what the title on me. Uh, um, make sure you guys are following all those social medias. And as you guys always know, if you ain't balling with your boys, who you balling with? Balling. We out. <laughs>